0: This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
1: We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and all of our great ESPN stations across the country, including ESPN 106.3 in West Palm, where we are headed for the grand opening of the brand new studios in West Palm. Fun in the sun for Unsportsmanlike. Celsius is bringing us to Florida. We will get some sun, get a little tan next week. Loving that. Excited for us to go to Florida next week. Uh, I don't think Draymond Green is as excited as we are today, that's for sure, (laughs) as he has been suspended indefinitely by the NBA for, I'm going to say everything, because it's not just the Nurkic situation from the other night. It's the the culmination, accumulation of all of the stuff that he has done in the proximity in which he has done it. Like, he just had the Rudy Gobert thing, and now he has this, and they are suspending him indefinitely. And Brian Windhorst's Hoop Collective podcast, ESPN NBA Insider, was on game night here on ESPN Radio and explained the why behind it.
2: One, it removes the, um, the, you know, just the analysis and the reaction that would be to a number of games, you know. No matter what number you had picked, the reaction to it would have been sort of all over the place, considering what's gone on with Draymond over the last, you know, six to eight months. Uh, secondly, I think what the league is trying to do here is force a change in behavior because the suspensions clearly haven't worked. And third, I think it's an effort to help the Warriors because I think it's pretty clear. The Warriors efforts to get Draymond to alter his behavior have failed. And so This is an effort to try to help the Warriors um, try to address the situation and so that there isn't another, uh, you know, I I think they're trying to correct the situation without just trying to have suspensions be a deterrent because the deterrent aspect of it doesn't seem to be working.
1: Guys, my guesstimation here is he comes, he's eligible to come back in the new year after somewhere between 10 or 15 games, but I am not confident right now sitting here that he's definitely going to come back. It it would not surprise me if he said, "Nah, I'm good." Like I don't. If he
3: said that, yeah. If he's why just do like, you think that?
1: I don't. I don't know that he's going to love how this is handled. Even though he's the one who brought this upon himself. I well, think. he
4: doesn't have any choice, and neither do the Golden State Warriors. This is on the NBA making this decision because of the behavior that he's exhibited on the court over the first couple of months of the season. This is not, this. the Golden State Warriors' hands are tied. There's nothing they can do. They can't advocate for him any more than they already have. Hell, they gave him a four-year contract extension for $100 million this offseason, and he's going into his age 34 year. They've committed to Draymond beyond what they've already done. What more does he want? That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Now, as far as the NBA's rationale behind the quote-unquote indefinite suspension, being worried about, the public debate around whether or not the games suspended would have been enough, or would have been too, uh, would have been too, too, too much. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. That should absolutely not factor into the math when it comes to what the right thing to do here is. Because the important thing to understand when it comes to the discipline toward Draymond is that you have to protect the health and safety of all of the other players in the NBA. You also have to send a message to the players around the league that this kind of behavior won't be tolerated and you have to send a message to the players at the lower level of sport. The NBA has that those responsibilities. And so it may not serve as a deterrent for Draymond suspending him indefinitely, but it could be a deterrent for other players not to go down this road with the act of epipodimus and engaging in this kind of on-court behavior. So there's that angle to it. And then the other thing that I really have a problem with, Smalls, is the fact that they're letting this man practice throughout the indefinite suspension. Why is he practicing? I don't understand it. Why is he doing anything basketball-related? You're saying that he needs to get help with mental health professionals. He needs to seek counseling. He's got to work on his anger management. If the issues that Draymond is dealing with, that spilled over on the court, if they rise to that level where you're mandating that he do those things – then why are you even worried about him being involved in any basketball activities in the NBA? Being a part of professional sports is a privilege, not a right. And Draymond Green, through his actions, is what he's what he's saying is he doesn't deserve that privilege right now. So you take it away from him. If he can't play in the games, why the hell is he at practice?
3: Yeah, the, the practice bit of this is a bit confusing to me as well because you want him – to arrive at a place where he changes his behavior. In order to do that, he has to do the self-reflection and the work to recognize that the behavior is wrong. Up until this point, he doesn't apologize for this. No. He's gotten away with this a lot. I mean, yes, there's been suspensions here and there, but he got rewarded for the type of player that he is by getting this new contract with the Warriors.
4: Yeah, that came after he punched Jordan Poole in the face and after he stomped on Sabonis in the playoffs.
3: And he got a new contract. So in, 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 in a lot of ways, this was validated. The type of behavior that he's exhibited was validated. And he doesn't seem remorseful for a lot of this. And in order to get him to a place, the evolution of this, where he really realizes how detrimental this is to him, to the people that he's hurting, to his team, to the NBA as a whole, you have to make him as uncomfortable as possible. And part of the way that you do that is you strip All basketball activities away from him. He shouldn't be around the team. He should have to sit in this and do the work that's needed in order to evolve. And I just don't know if being able to still be around the team and be a part of this in some way is going to expedite him arriving at this place.
1: The thing that I hate about this, and he did this to himself, is nobody is now going to ever talk about how great of a basketball player he was. It's never going to happen.
3: I think you can do it in tandem. He was a great player, but this was also part of the equation.
1: He was so great with that team in his role. He was just phenomenal at playing defense, at distributing the basketball, at setting up Stephen Clay. He was so awesome and such a key to them winning the four championships. And it is such an afterthought now because of his actions. And he is, and Dennis Rodman is a good comparison from this regard. Like the people that are growing up today, don't realize how unbelievable Dennis Rodman was as a player. They see the Last Dance, the documentary. They they hear about Rodman in Vegas and the partying, and they don't realize this guy was the ultimate teammate on the court, doing all the stuff that nobody wanted to do, rebound, defense, etc And Draymond Green has done this to himself where his actions have, have spoken so much louder than his play, and I hate it. I but hate his it.
4: actions aren't even basketball-related. Like, I can remember the, the non-basketball altercations that Dennis Rodman had, and it usually had to do with him antagonizing a player and getting that player to come out of character and do something to start a fight. But, but, but with Draymond, he's the one that is, you know, creating these situations where he's going after guys. He literally choked Rudy Gobert I'm on not, the court. Yeah,
1: I'm not defending
4: he him. He punched a teammate in the face, and they had it on video. He stomped on a guy. He punched LeBron in the groin. I mean, he karate-chopped Nurkic. I just— I, Th- those things have nothing to do with basketball. So when we make the Dennis Rodman comparison, I stopped short of that because at least I felt like there was some rhyme or reason why Dennis Rodman did what he did that would uh, eventually help his team. Like if he was getting kicked out of the game, more often than not, there was another team, another player on the other team that was getting kicked out too. With with, with, with Draymond Green, you're talking about three ejections in the last 23 games. It doesn't make any sense. It's indefensible, and I get tired of people trying to make excuses for Draymond. And Smalls, you brought up an interesting point. You said he got rewarded for the behavior. I wonder now with Draymond if there's that correlation as he's stepping into the twilight of his career, no longer in his prime, of this is who I have to be in order to continue to add value to this team. This is what I now have to do. Like
3: this, this, this new is, Yeah,
4: what I'm doing now is the cost of doing business. Think about it. A five-game suspension, what's that, a half a million dollars for Draymond? Okay, great. He's making 27 this year. If, that, if, that's, if that's what the cost of doing business, if there's that association, then why on God's green earth, if you're the NBA, would you think he's learned his lesson? He just got a $100 million contract after the things that we outlined. Why would you think that you're going to curb that behavior, especially if you're letting him continue to practice and meet with the team? He's not going to appreciate the full gravity, like you said earlier, the severity of what he's done in the early goings of this NBA season. And that's why I have such an issue with them continuing to allow him to participate in basketball-related activities.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know... If he's actually going to do that, that's the other thing to keep in mind. We haven't heard from the Warriors since this. Like, they may allow him to do that. We'll see if he wants to do that. We'll see if they want him to do that. That's where I think this whole conversation is is like only in the early stages. As crazy as that sounds, because the indefinite suspension does not put a number on it. The indefinite suspension does not put. Here are the requirements to come back. I do think of note is interesting. Chris Paul is on the Warriors, as we know, but he's the former mm-hmm. head of the Players Association, so all the rules and regulations, you know, he's going to be aware of in terms of that. Stuff right with collective bargaining because you can't just blindly suspend a guy for 100 games or no whatever. you
4: can't you can't but here's the thing this is a moment where Adam silver has got to display some leadership and that might mean flying in the face of whatever the MBpa wants to do if I got to fight the MBpa to do the right thing for the players which is protecting the other players that are on the court and and making sure that I send the right message in terms of you know the suspension being a deterrent for any other NBA players that might do this then so be it I'll fight the MBPA. I'll fight Chris Paul. I'll fight the executive director of the union. That's what I'll do. But it's clear and obvious to everybody that watches sports, and even people that don't watch sports, that Draymond Green is out of pocket, he's out of control, and he has to be stopped. That that has to happen. And so when I'm thinking about this situation now and them continuing to allow him to be around the team and everybody talking about the work that needs to be done, it's clear that the Golden State Warriors can't help Draymond Green. They can't. we've seen this, it's a pattern of behavior. They have not been able to affect change in Draymond. They have not been able to curb this. So him continuing to be around them while he's going through this mental health journey to try to change is not beneficial. Like, I just don't understand that. So, to me, take him away from basketball, put him over on the side. If he does the work, then great. We'll see whether or not it's satisfactory and we can bring him back into the NBA. But, There needs to be time spent away from basketball, both games, practices, team-related activities, and let Draymond sit in this because this is a bad look for the NBA.
3: It's much easier, though, for the NBA to enact something like this than it is the Warriors because I'm sure it's a very delicate dance that they have to do between making it clear to him that the behavior is not okay while also not extinguishing so much of what makes him great. You know, I'm sure that's a very difficult spot for them to be in because so much of what fuels him and so much of what we have seen from him from a basketball perspective might be because of a chip on his shoulder or, or the or the way that he plays. And if you're Steve Kerr, if you're the Warriors, that's a tough gray area to be in because you don't want this to continue. He's not even out on the floor for you, which is a detriment to your team because of this behavior. But you're also trying to preserve the good parts of this at the same time. Right.
1: I don't know that – that's what scares me also if I'm the Warriors is I don't know that he could ever be the same kind of player as he is or he was at his prime. And I don't mean age where it's here. I'm saying the mentality that he goes about his business with like you were talking about could result in this. And if he's scared out of doing that, he's not the same guy anymore. Right. I'm just saying right now as I sit here today – I don't know that he ever plays another game for the Golden State Warriors, and that would not surprise me if he didn't, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong.
4: No, I was just going to say the point that Smalls made is why it can't be left up to the Warriors, why it has to be up to the league, Mm -hmm. which is why he doesn't need to be around the team right now.
1: You guys can be a part of the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call online at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the ones fans deserve. Did the NBA get this right? The indefinite suspension, details forthcoming. We don't know all of the requirements to get back. Did they get it right? As one dynasty is coming to an end here, potentially with the Warriors, another one has been progressively getting worse here over the last 13 games is bill belichick done in new england we'll get to that next on sportsman like presented by progressive insurance on espn radio we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there
5: Must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: This is the unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
1: We are unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888 ESPN is your telephone number to jump in and the Dr Pepper Call in line. Did they get it right or wrong on Draymond?
4: Yeah, I think they got it wrong. I think the NBA's rationale for for you know not putting a certain amount of games on there, or even just putting that out there in the ether made no sense. I agreed that the suspension should be indefinite, but to try to hide from the public debate about whether it's too light or whether it's too heavy-handed, I thought that was ridiculous. But then also the aspect of allowing him to practice, I I thought Mr. Mark, he should be taken away from the game of basketball and forced to address his mental health issues, have a chance to sit with the severity of what he's done, appreciate the full gravity of the situation. Now, Billy King, former Nets general manager and Sixers general manager, he checked in. He's a fan of the show. And he hit me and he said, with the collective bargaining agreement, the suspensions are for games. They have to be allowed to practice. If they're not allowed to practice, then it opens the door for a grievance to be filed by the union. Mm -hmm. And so while I appreciate that, for, for, you know, when it comes to the CBA and having to govern yourself accordingly, this is an existential crisis. Like, this is a situation right now where the player runs the risk of jeopardizing the health and well-being of everybody around him, including his teammates. One of the most violent acts we've seen from Draymond Green was when he punched Jordan Poole at practice, his own teammate. So those are the types of behaviors that that have to be checked, and it's clear that the Golden State Warriors don't have the capacity to do so, because if they did, then he wouldn't be doing what he's doing.
1: We're watching the Warriors' dynasty potentially come to an end here right in front of us with drama and controversy. 13 games into the NFL season for the New England Patriots, they've already been eliminated from the playoffs, which is just crazy to think because in most years with Brady and Belichick, this is when they really got going, post-Thanksgiving. Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston, reported this about Belichick's future.
2: When they came out of Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made and they were going to play out the string. And at the end of the year, there would be a parting of the ways for a variety of reasons. I think, and I was told this specifically, but the main one being, don't fire Bill Belichick during the season. It's just not going to happen. Additionally, though, he's an asset. He's under contract for another year, which we reported after ESPN or NFL media reported there was a long-term extension in place. that would keep Bill locked up long-term. It's only through next year. So that would not be an impediment to them changing course. And... It had gone too far. The Germany game, the Commanders game, the Saints game. All huge marquee games, and then there was a Chargers game after that. Just because they won last week in Pittsburgh in prime time, I don't think it quells anything.
1: What's interesting about this now is that if Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, and Bill Belichick, the coach of the Patriots, are not currently in partnership, they will have to be in partnership one more time. Why? Why? In order to trade him, which is in the best interest of everybody involved, they have to actually sit down and discuss this. If Belichick wants to continue to coach and he wants to say, I want to go to the Chargers, for argument's sake, Kraft does not just have to let him out of his contract to go there. It is probably, as Tom mentioned, in the best interest of the team to get some sort of compensation in return. So there at least has to be one more kind of... What do you want? Here's what I want. Let's work this out together. Is it in
4: the best interest of Bill Belichick wherever he's going that team to be giving up draft capital in order to get him? Probably not, because he wants to have success. So but the way I, make him sit the, out of here. Way, the way I look at it is this: the the same decorum that's appropriate for a coach that's as tenured as Belichick, somebody that's taken you to nine Super Bowls, won six of them, in eighteen of the twenty four years he's been the guy, you've been in the playoffs. The proper decorum for moving on from a coach like that is in the offseason. You don't fire him in season, correct? Correct. So the same rationale, the same decorum that we're talking about was what would lead me to believe that Robert Kraft should allow Bill Belichick to get out of his contract and choose where he wants to go because he's earned that. Like, that, like it's, it's the same respect. I'm not going to fire you in season, but I'm also not going to put stipulations on where you're going to go and then force that team to give up draft capital in order to move my program forward. It should be bigger than that when you're talking about one of the biggest sports divorces that we've ever seen.
3: I completely agree. There has to be the respect that he's earned applied in this situation, as difficult as it is to break up with somebody. But we keep talking about this – through the lens of him coaching elsewhere, that this is not the end of the road for him. Are we sure? Because I keep thinking about this. I know he's so close to the record, and that is a very enticing thing to keep going until you're at the top of NFL history and and you are in the rarest of errors. But this is a guy who's done this for a really long time. Are we sure that he wants to go somewhere else and start over after all of these years with the same organization having – complete control and all of the power that he wanted, wherever he goes next, there's probably going to be a front office in place. He's going to have to ad- adjust to new ownership instill his culture and identity on this team. That's a lot to undertake. Are we sure that he's going to want to do that is the question.
1: No. And I, you know, after watching him on game day on Saturday, he would have a TV job in two seconds. Cause he's damn good at that already. As long as it's not talking about the Patriots, I would love the idea of him working with Kraft. They're not close enough, I don't think, for that to happen. To be part of like the ownership group, you know, I think Brady would be more likely to do that because Brady's technically not part of the Raiders, which is a whole weird thing All I don't think
4: nobody's going to be a part of that ownership group. That's going to be run by, by Robert and Jonathan Kraft, and that's it.
1: Oh, I think they'd give Brady a piece in two seconds. No, it's a small piece, but I think they'd give him a piece. They love him. I, I think that is interesting. I love
4: him. I got to give him a piece of my franchise. <laughs>
1: but Smalls, that <laughs> argument is an interesting one because that would actually lead me to a specific team. So if you're saying he wants to go somewhere where he has complete control, where nobody can bother him, and in the exact same kind of scenario that he has now, and you're saying, I don't know, does he deserve that at 71, 72 years old, that leads me to one place and one place only, Carolina. I don't think that they he should go there. I'm going to tell you why.
3: You think that's the place he's going to get total da, control? Yeah,
1: I think David Tepper would have absolutely no choice in this spot. It's a Jerry Jones-Bill Parcells wait, hire. Wait, hang on. It is. It's, it's the same well, thing.
3: We're talking about Draymond and then pivoting to this Patriots conversation. The – connecting theme here, the invisible string is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. No doubt. David Tepper has shown us that he is not someone that is not going to meddle with the coaching staff. Why would that change with Bill Belichick even if he deserves that, right? I don't know if David Tepper can help himself.
1: That's what we said about Jerry Jones and he hired Bill Parcells.
3: And he's still meddling
4: though.
1: No, Now? But did he meddle when Parcells? You were there. Did he meddle when Parcells was there? Yeah, why
4: do you think Parcells
1: left? (laughs) The entire. Well, there weren't all these reports reports
4: that Jerry Jones –
1: that Parcells was vouching for Jerry Jones? Didn't we hear those reports during the course of the season here? I'm just saying the only organization that I think would blindly actually give him the organization, believe it or not, I think is Carolina. As crazy as that sounds. But but why? Because – Because they've been so bad. And I think Tepper, the owner of the team, realizes everything I've done has been horrible – I don't want to do it. You do it.
3: But you're operating under the assumption that he has the self-awareness to realize that he's the problem. Yeah,
1: and maybe I'm wrong about that. It certainly could be. I would I would hire Belichick in two seconds, obviously. I will tell you, your thought process is very interesting on this. The idea of maybe, possibly, he's just like, you know what? I've done this for 50 straight years or whatever it is with literally not a single year off. I'm fine going and working hopefully here and sitting at the seaport with us. That would be nice. I'm fine being paid to talk about football, maybe consult with some teams, maybe still be employed by the Patriots in some way for craft specifically, which would be a year long employment where they probably would never speak once as part of that employment. But maybe there is a year off scenario and maybe that's not that crazy. 888 8 say ESPN, we're gonna get your Draymond calls in coming up, but first CC has this from Granger.
4: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry. As well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click or just stop by. Ranger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Well, we don't know where the love goes with Draymond at this
1: point. It ain't good. It ain't good. He's out indefinitely. We don't know when he's coming back. We don't know the measures in which he has to meet in order to come back. Did the league get it right? 888-SAY-ESPN, telephone number to join us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Lil Brucey in Florida on Unsportsmanlike, where we are going, brought to you by Celsius next week. Looking forward to the pampering that Nuno is getting, which we will get to in a little bit, in Florida. What's up, Lil Brucey?
6: Okay, I was
7: waiting for you to finish your work there. Hey, just letting you know, I truly believe the the league got it wrong. If you are working for Kmart, you punch a guy in the face, you're going to jail. If you're in your neighbor and you drag him across the lawn, you're going to jail. If you, like Chris Canney said, karate chop a guy, and I know from personal experience, I heard a man that came up behind me, get a knife in my back, give me your money. I did exactly what Draymond did for my training. If you notice, Chris Canny, I have a question for you. You're the power forward for the Phoenix Suns. Are you going to stand there and go, oh, someone called a whistle? Or are you going to bull rush Draymond and he's in the third row eating your fist? Because he is a bit of a coward. Every time he attacks someone, it's from behind, sucker punch. Society today won't put up for it. And the NBA, you're not allowed to hand check a man. Draymond's done. He should be in MMA he doesn't. There's no therapy that will help him, and I believe the league, the players, they're afraid of him. Nobody touched Bill Walton because you got more Lucas in the locker room. He's using a pencil sharpener on his elbow. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> the old Celtics teams, they had Nelly and Cowens and Tommy Heintzen. They were tough men. We yeah, have modern day Rick Mahorn. So today, NBA, Adam Silver's at a crossroads. Do we need Dave Schultz-type ki- hockey thugs? Or we don't want hand-checking, we want athleticism. And Adam Silver, you're going to jail if you let this man play. He's going to kill
4: someone.
1: He- well, let's hope that doesn't happen, obviously. Yeah,
4: and, uh, yeah I'm going to stop short of saying that he's going to kill someone. But here's the thing. He choked Rudy Gobert. Like, you're choking somebody. Like, in most states, that's a felony. There's a reason why law enforcement officials, they can't use chokeholds anymore because people died with them using that technique. So, I mean, I stopped short of saying Draymond's going to kill somebody, but the thing that you worry about is him seriously hurting another player, which is why you got to take basketball away from him in every single capacity. Take it away from him. He can't play in games. Take it away from him. He can't be around his teammates. Take it away from him. He can't practice. He can't be a part of meetings. Take it away from him. He doesn't deserve the privilege. CBA be damned. I get it. I understand there are rules that govern how the league interacts with the players, Mm -hmm. how they negotiate contracts, all of those things with the union. This is outside of the pale. This is beyond the pale when it comes to the behavior from Draymond Green. This is a unique circumstance. And everybody has to be aligned. Everybody has to be on board. But Adam Silver needs to send a strong message about – What the league is not going to tolerate, and this isn't an opportunity to do so. And that's why I think the NBA should take away the opportunity for Draymond to be a participant in practices and meetings. He shouldn't be a part of the NBA right now. He needs to get the help uh, with his mental health and and, and the work on his anger management. Those things need to take precedent.
3: Absolutely. and. I know that Dominique Foxworth yesterday shed a lot of really interesting light as far as the Players Association and protecting the process so that moving forward the structure is still in place the way you need it to be. So that's um, a spot that they're in. But you're also – he's really lucky that he hasn't actually hurt somebody really badly. And you're trying to protect the other players in the league. You're trying to be proactive about this so that hopefully it doesn't happen again and that somebody doesn't seriously get hurt. And I just think you need to think about other players in this instance as well, if you're the Players Association.
1: Gabriel in North Carolina, listening on Sirius XM 80 What's up, Gabriel? Good morning,
6: guys. How you doing? Morning. Good. Uh, I just wanted to add that um, the, the players that Draymond is doing this to, it, it's the common denominator is really they international players and his behavior is almost like bully-like. And I, I think that the NBA should definitely put a, a number on this so other players know that that cannot happen um, going forward. Uh, not only that, but you also have the uh, NBA marketing international players like Luka and Giannis and, and Wendy but going forward now, you know, past LeBron when LeBron eventually retires. Um, they definitely need to do something that, drastic so other players could kind of feel that just cannot go forward because, you know, the you couldn't do that anywhere else. Like the other caller said, you couldn't do that at work. You couldn't do that in the streets. You couldn't do that at
1: home. You couldn't do that anywhere. So, Yeah, the international thing is an interesting one. They're not the only players that obviously that he has gone after. There is a recent run of international players that he has gone after. Just because you're an international player does not mean you're not tough. But those – Guys around the league that are known as the enforcer types are not necessarily the ones that he's gone after. To be fair, right? If you and, and I but heard, he did
4: get into it with Steven Adams, though, right? Yeah, and, and he—he's not somebody you want to mess with. But no, but he's an enforcer. Yeah, but he, he did something to
1: him to kind of knock him down a little bit. Uh, Smalls went to the Nutcracker. Why last does he? Night. Why does he
4: always do that though? He, he did didn't.
1: that to LeBron James too. Because they can't fight back that way. No, I'm serious. Smalls went to the Nutcracker last night. I small. did. It We're was talking. lovely. Yeah. And um, you almost didn't get in. What happened to you?
3: Yeah, so my friend Megan and I, we went to the St. Regis before to have a bite to eat. And things weren't moving very quickly. But we were like, okay, we're going to get out of here, get in a car. We didn't think it was going to be that late uh, upon arrival. We were about 10 minutes late. And they had shut the doors. They said, once the once the program starts, we cannot open the doors to let you in. And I'm like, I'm wearing a gown. And we're <laughs> standing outside the doors. And we can't get in. But... No worries. A champagne and a little sweet talking later, we were able to get in and see it. And it was exceptional.
8: Maybe an Instagram picture or two?
3: I have not hard posted yet, Mm -hmm. Pat.
1: Why did you bring that up, Pat?
3: This is so weird.
8: (laughs) I'm just...
1: What did you call that post, Pat?
8: I... I think there might have been some thirst trapping happening. Because wow. I was
3: existing and I'm, explaining the situation, that's thirst trapping. Are you but, intimating that I looked good? Is that what you're trying to say? I
1: definitely think that's what he's saying. <laughs> oh. I don't think there's so, any debate I think as that, to whether you or not he's just saying said
2: that. Pat, HR is up the hill, <laughs> building 11.
1: <laughs>
8: no one would disagree with me. Were
1: you? No, is, I don't even know how to ask that because I don't Wire. know what the goal would be. Like that. Yeah, what
3: is the goal? I was talking to the camera about what was happening, Pat. Tell
1: it to the judge. You are the judge. You yeah, brought this up. You're you can't the one walk that is passing judgment. Now. You are the judge. So she was locked out of the <laughs> Nutcracker last night. She documented it on her social on on Instagram, and she was wearing a gown as she just pointed out. And you believe that she was thirst trapping by telling her story.
4: It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he said, that's his stance. That's his stance. Mm-hmm. I don't think what Smalls did on social last night is it constitutes a thirst trap.
3: Thank you, Cece. Like, that's not.
4: That's not a thirst trap.
3: I think, Pat, you just aren't around a lot of
4: women. That's not. That's definitely not a thirst <laughs> trap. <mean>, you're not <laughs> wrong. If, if a you're thirst not trap. Wrong. Wow. If
3: that's a thirst trap, I think you need more women in your life because you will see what a thirst trap really is if you have more female friends. I think.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> Pat, your
9: response to that? Uh, More on Sportsman Life coming up. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike.
5: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot
0: This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio.
1: We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We got a Thursday night football game tonight between the Chargers and the Raiders where both teams may need head coaches after the season, which we're going to get to in a second. But
0: we, 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 we come,
4: We're coming to an interesting conclusion. So yep. there was an <laughs> accusation of a thirst trap. I can't believe that. By one member of our show to another. Outrageous. Can we define that, though? No, but that's the thing. I think I'm we're Googling coming it. to the conclusion that you cannot thirst trap if you are in a gown. Thank you. If you're wearing a gown, Disagree. it can't be a thirst trap. Okay, define,
1: define thirst trap. Let's have smalls define thirst trap, because you're saying what you did last night was not thirst trap. What is a thirst trap to those that, that may not understand what that if means? If
3: me posting on social media about being locked out of the nutcracker is a thirst trap, then I don't even know do, what do, to no, tell you Do
4: people really it, need an explanation for thirst trap? Though? Yes, like, there it's, are it's,
1: definitely people that have no well, idea what just, that it's, means. Just,
4: it's a picture that you would post where you would want attention from the opposite sex or whatever sex that you're attracted to. Right. To be, quote, unquote, thirsty. To want to come after you and right. give you more attention. Hence the term thirst trap.
1: So Smalls posted this video. You look great.
3: Didn't even think twice about it, by the way. And there has to be intent behind a thirst trap. And I wasn't like, oh, you know what? Me being locked out of the nutcracker. Let's turn up the heat. Like, that's not what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would like to post a thirst trap. I don't know if I can. Okay. I, I, I have nothing
4: that this, I, will, I will say this in defense of Pat Costello. Why am I in a position where I'm defending Pat? I
3: don't know. That's the, a dangerous the, place.
4: The, the story that you posted, there's a lot of skin. There's no and, lot of skin. And there's a red lip. And there's a red lip. So
3: a red lip There's a, a, a red lip trap? and a lot of
4: skin. I'm just going to put that out there. It's Let not a thirst trap. But what I'm saying There's is we're used to general. seeing you a certain way from 6 to 10 a.m. on weekday mornings. Yeah, and, what, and, what you sho- and what you showed last night <laughs> was Smalls After Dark.
3: It quite literally that was, that, was After Dark. That was Smalls yes.
4: After Dark. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Was I'm like, telling you. I'm just It was saying.
3: not a thirst trap. And, Pat, you're going to have to deal with the ramifications of this. You have to deal with my mentions later. Thanks a lot.
1: <laughs> Wait. I, I mean, i got to follow up. You're saying there's a lot of skin. You're saying there's not a lot of skin. If
3: that's a lot of skin, it's a, again, it's a, you guys it's a, are not existing deep, on the Internet.
4: It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut, Smalls. I'm just saying. It's a not deep cut. Not that deep. It's, no. Yes, it is. Very fashionable. Very fashionable. You look great. You look phenomenal. Richard
3: Jefferson shows more skin on our airwaves than he showed on Instagram. that's not thirst sustained. trapping by Richard Jefferson? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's for sustained. sure thirst trapping it's by Richard
4: Jefferson. Yeah, that is thirst. Yeah. Richard Jefferson is thirst trapping on national TV. <laughs> like that's a he deep is cut that is thir- is it I mean, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that one of his nipples is going to pop out <laughs> on the show. Like he is thirst trapping it for real. He does look good.
1: Yeah. He does look good though. Okay. It's it great. I know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just
4: saying There's a if you buttons would it kill him maybe what it how i don't know he looks smooth i don't, I don't know okay. let him breathe yeah so just have a, a button up shirt unbuttoned all the, the way the most interesting <laughs> this is there's so
3: odd
1: there's two subliminal things going on here that i think smalls is kind uh that's called out on oh. both that i think are fascinating smalls just rightfully pointed out all pat is actually saying that he thinks that Michelle looked great. That's really what he's saying. Thanks, Pat. Which is great. Even though if that's and- not what you were saying, I'm going to go ahead and go there. <laughs> okay, well, that's what you said. Well, you're
3: welcome. And
1: Smalls is also saying, if you think that is thirst trapping, you should no. But you're saying you have a version of that that the world is not going to see, obviously. But you're saying you know I what just, that actually means. If I'm
3: scrolling through the the right. timeline, I can tell if someone's thirst trapping or not. And I, that to me And was you not. would never
1: stop. No, no, no. Don't ask her about her thirst
3: trapping. No, I'm saying in general. I'm saying. <laughs> what do you... you do to thirst trap Evan? Right, not,
4: exactly, exactly. Uh, I'd say to There's hide in my white nice sweater, and then she runs. Is it, is it, is it, is it the <laughs> jacket without the hoodie underneath? It's, a hoodie it's the hoodie. jacket without the it's hoodie underneath. It's the zip. Oh, <laughs> it's the jacket without the hoodie, no, no shirt underneath. Man, <laughs> I
3: need some women to call into the show <laughs> to defend me. I'm just trying to exist here, and all of a sudden I'm being accused unfairly of thirst trapping. Well,
1: no, but that's what I'm saying, is that you're pointing out. That you've seen, you've scrolled, and M. Smallman on social is oh, not
3: is giving not, out the handle. Here well, we go. That's
1: our <laughs> job. Wow, uh, that is not wow. <laughs> what thirst trapping looks like to you.
3: Not to me, no.
1: But everyone else on the show noticed that you looked different last night than you do. But normally. she wasn't she thirst was trapping, though. I didn't say she was. She wasn't thirst trapping. I never yeah. said she was. Pat I was did.
3: Wearing a gown.
1: Pat said she was thirst trapping. Anyway. And you um, know what? Yes. I'm
3: not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of what I look like or my body.
1: Get, no
8: one
4: was saying that I'm it was just a saying. bad thing. Just, I'm just saying. It was a simple observation. If he thinks that's a thirst trap, he hadn't seen some of the thirst traps on social This is what I I'm saying. Definitely yeah, him. that's what, that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Smallest, trust me, he ain't saying that's a bad thing. You're, you picked up on exactly what he's saying that he doesn't want to say. He's looking at you saying, oh, I work with somebody who looks like that every single day, and that's wonderful. That's what he's saying. Hmm. No? you don't. Okay. I'm just saying. That's what he's
8: saying. Uh, For legal reasons, I did not say that.
1: There we go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you did.
8: Can
4: we we make
3: this less awkward and get back to Draymond? One more thing quickly before we get back to Draymond on that. I had given (laughs) Pat some homework because I want to set him up with somebody. That is true. And Pat, let me just say, if I set somebody up with you, maybe leave out the commentary on their social media profiles. I don't know if that's going to be advantageous for you if I set you up with somebody.
8: So I should delete that off my list then?
3: What, social media?
8: Yeah, because it was on the list.
3: What, that you want them to have it or don't?
8: I did just relax, you know.
3: Relax? What? Yeah, just relax. Well, now we got to hear relax, the list. Relax oh, okay. so relax,
4: I, on the social media have, or relax about letting your preferences No, be relax known. on
8: the social media.
4: Calm down. Okay, so wow. I have. So you
3: got to take Okay, it. all right, wow. all right. Oh, We're oh just going to do this here.
4: Yeah, so, we have to do this So now.
3: Pat is a single guy. I think
1: we all just figured that out. <laughs> I am? <laughs> I, think that, I think that was made very
2: clear.
3: I, I see a different side of Pat. I, he likes to cook. He likes to keep a nice home. I, I just feel like Pat could be a good partner for somebody. So I asked him, What type of, of people are you into? What? Are, give me the list of non negotiables, and maybe I can play Cupid here, a little million dollar matchmaker, if you will. And he did his homework, and he has the list, and I haven't heard it yet. So, Pat, now that you've put me on blast, I'm going to put you on blast. <laughs> what are your non negotiables well, for a partner?
8: Some of the green flags, I guess, as one would say, which I hate the term green flag, but just for, you know, to make it easier. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, Javante.
8: <laughs> uh you know, it's lower maintenance, not totally low maintenance, but you know, on the lower end. Don't high- lower
3: maintenance. Yeah, okay. lower
8: maintenance, you know. Okay. okay. Uh, I like someone with different interests than me. It's boring if you have the same interests. You find a lot of girls that like action figurines from the 80s? 100%. (laughs) Or sports. (laughs) Um, I like people who are curious and ask a lot of questions about things. That's always fun.
3: Curious is a good one. Mm -hmm.
8: And someone who is willing to push me out of my comfort zone.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. These are good. I
8: I did. I tried. Uh, the, the, the red flags, overly dramatic. Like I don't every I'm down with some dramatic, but That's I don't need it every some. day.
9: Okay.
8: okay. Uh, someone who <laughs> doesn't sick. someone who doesn't have strong opinions, as you've noticed, I have strong opinions. I, I would That's appreciate someone one. with strong opinions coming back towards me, uh, but also willing to compromise on oh, oh, on the lines. opinion. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, and the last one is a uh, don't yuck my yum.
3: Don't. Y- so basically, don't say action figures gross.
8: Yeah, if I like something, don't hate on it just because I like it. I mean, you cannot like it, but don't hate me for it.
1: And where are we with thirst trapping? That's a green flag or a red flag? We haven't. Oh, uh, thirst trapping is a green flag. <laughs>
8: depends. Depends on the level, I guess. <laughs> okay, here we go. Thir- Photographs
1: such as a selfie or video shared by the for the purposes of attracting attention or desire. So,
8: yeah. so basically, come on, Majel. Come
3: unless on. Unless I wear a turtleneck every day and go full Diane Keaton I'm thirst trapping. Oh
8: my God! Diane. But it was. Geez, <laughs> Diane Keaton catching strays.
3: She loves a turtleneck. It's well known.
8: But you're telling you me... definitely can't thirst trap at a turtle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess
3: it like a full Keaton on thirst trapping, ab- allegedly.
8: That was not the normal Michelle post. What? How often does she go to a
3: ballet, though? I mean, she's going to a ballet,
1: oh, to be fair. Why do
4: I have an image in my head of Diane Keaton trying to thirst trap
3: now? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> he got real
1: loose over here. Oh, my God. not backing off of this, which is really interesting. I After mean- you said 10 times you weren't thirst trapping... He's not backing off with the idea that you were.
4: Well, because I'm right. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're obviously wrong. Nobody would look at what Smalls did last night and say it's a thirst trap. Thank nobody. you, CC. Except you, but nobody else. Well, Smalls, I have a question for you. What's up?
1: Are you low-maintenance? Do you have different interest in Pat Costello? Nope. Are you curious? I'm not at all. Are you willing to push no him out of the that. comfort zone? <laughs> and do you thirst trap? Because if you are, you get Pat Costello, a man who wakes up <laughs> earlier in the morning <laughs> thinking it's actually night and eating dinner for breakfast. Wow. No. Megan for
4: breakfast? Judge, who works closely with us on the show, Megan Judge, your post was thirst trap adjacent.
5: Megan. Megan. Megan, wow!
3: Megan That's jobs, not what bro. she said to me. Megan, wow! She Thirst. said to me, "Elegant and seasonally appropriate. The red lip is timeless. Thirst wrapping <sighs> is temporary." We're on sports. Megan. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.
5: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.